Today on the Weekly Walk podcast, Eric and I confront some really big questions. We don't go so far as to ask ourselves, what's the meaning of life? But we come pretty close to asking, what's the meaning of our lives? So if you're curious about how we would answer some of the bigger questions, and if you would like to be encouraged and inspired to ask those questions of yourself, lace up your sneakers and let's get going. Hey, Eric. Hey, Joyce. Do you really want to talk about these things? Not really. (laughs) They're sort of big and scary. This was your idea. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's often the case that my ideas are not always the best. My ideas are, seemed like a good idea at the time. Kind of ideas? <laughs> yes. It seemed like a good idea as I was planning this podcast. Actually doing it, maybe it's not such a good idea, but I, I think we'll we'll give it a try. All right. Well, the one thing I want to say is it's actually, it was funny, but it's not true. Your ideas are typically solid. Oh, well, thank you. All right. So today... Eric wants to talk about the big life questions. Yes. So we are going to share, I think we have nine big life questions. See if we get through all of them. And we're going to try to answer them and talk about them. Uh, Okay. This is part of the fallacy in your plan or the error in your planning. You want to talk about nine of life's biggest questions and answer them in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to go too deep on these. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. Big cool. question number one, bring it. How do you define success? Oh, that's easy. Uh, more stuff and more money. <laughs> really? Yeah, next. <laughs> No, you think it's a little bit more nuanced than well, that? A, you hate stuff. <laughs> and B, there are, I think there are probably different things we could do if all we wanted was money. You think? <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to talk about all the jobs we quit and turned down? Uh, no. <laughs> so, success. Success. So, for me, it is living a life that I feel aligns with. Uh, my my purpose and my goal and my relationships. It is about living a life of my that feels like it's a life of my own choosing, feeling empowered to make decisions for myself and for my family, and having the balance of time, feeling time affluent, which is the one place where I do not have success at the moment. Uh, because I don't, I, I rarely feel time affluent. So that's something, that's something that I'm chasing. Uh, but that is, that is success to me. Yeah. And as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking people often talk about balance as a teeter totter. And we've talked about this before the concept of, of frisbee balance, and that if you are, balancing a frisbee on your finger, on the center of your finger, or a disc, that there's going to be many different points. It's not, it's not family work. There's, there's more than two things. There's family, there's work, there's uh, mental growth, 
there's um, relationships, there's socializing, there's all these different elements. And I would consider success having a good balance of those different elements. Like, you know, if you personally, like we were just sort of alluding to financial success, you know, we've done okay, but are we rich? And, you know, no, not, no. <laughs> but in relationship success, my relationship with you, are we successful? Our relationship with our kids? Well, now, how many of our but, kids sporting events? But now all, you're, all now you're doing a different things. thing because now you just, you're assigning, and I'm just, I stopped you because I actually don't think this is what you mean. So you said, are we successful in these individual things? And what you said before that, which honestly resonates a little bit more with me, is success means that as a, as a group, as a, well, there's a word I'm looking for, it starts with an M, but I can't pull it out of my brain, as a, as a stew, <laughs> right, right, as a, is the stew successful? Not necessarily is each element, quote unquote, successful. Correct. So as a as the stew with all these elements, financial, couple, family, friends. Um, dogs. Dogs. Uh, physical, uh, the, the hobbies and pursuits. And all of those things are, you add them up, and that stew is something that I am relatively... <laughs> content with and I would define that as successful. So for you, success is defined as a yummy stew of your life yeah. elements. And I think all of us have a stew. Now here's the thing. Some people may have less ingredients in that stew. And frankly, one of those could be super high and one super low but for them in that stew they're like i'm happy with this yeah there are people who like beef stew and there are people who like chicken pot pie stew or chicken broth <laughs> or chicken broth and so now i've under this is so helpful for me because now i understand everything that's wrong with my my life your stew is too salty no i have too many ingredients in my stew ah. and i believe that i need or want all of those ingredients in my stew. I think that if you have too many ingredients in your stew, it's going to be hard to get the flavor just right. How's that for metaphor? I think that's true. I think that's my whole problem. Too many ingredients in my stew. But I, at this point, as I sit here right now, I'm not willing to give any of them up. But something I could work on. Okay. That was question number one. What is success. Question number two of these huge life questions you'd like us to answer. Well, I'm going to jump right ahead and the next question, and we can get back to some of the other ones on the list, is what is the universe trying to tell or teach me? And I think you just answered yours. Yours is that your your stew is over-ingredienteded. I don't think that's what the universe is trying to tell me. No. Okay. So that's the question then. You you share with me. What's the universe trying to tell or trying to teach you? I don't know. 
But it's not that my stew has too many ingredients. No. Okay. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I got to think about it for a second. And you? What is the universe trying to teach you? Um, the universe is trying to teach me to always put forth my best effort. Sometimes I'll sort of phone things in. Sometimes I'll do the, well, I could have gotten that, but I didn't really try as hard as I could. So that's the reason it didn't work out. And if I did try as hard as I could, I would have gotten it or would have achieved it or whatever. And I've been sort of learning that lesson. I think a little less and less as I've gotten older, but I think that has been a big lesson from the universe. Hmm. I think that one of the things the universe is trying to teach me, and I'm hesitant to say it because I don't want it to sound at all uh, arrogant. So I'm worried that this is going to sound arrogant. But I do think that one of the things the universe is trying to teach me is that I do have valuable things to say and share. I don't think that's arrogant. Good. Because I agree. Well, thank you. I think you do have valuable things to say and share. I, I have received that message from many, many people and different sources. And uh, it's a hard lesson. I remember I wrote when I, I didn't actually write it, but when I was in my 20s, I, I started to write a book. And a woman I know who was... I don't know, maybe 15 years older than I, not much, much older, but about 15 years, with so much disdain, she said, you're too young to have anything important to say, which was kind of a really crappy thing to say. Yeah, who, who would say that? Uh, this woman I used to work with. Damaged she, person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's kind of, it's funny how you reflect back on things that have stayed with you. It's kind of stayed with me. And throughout my life, I've sort of, Second guess, do I have anything valuable to contribute to the conversation? And I don't mean like a one-on-one -on -one conversation because I don't tend to keep my opinions to myself, but in the broader sense of putting my thoughts out into the universe. And I, I would also say that there you're, you're going to, by putting your thoughts out to the universe, you're going to impact someone somehow and maybe it'll be a lot of people maybe it'll just be a few but uh, i think i think you do have something to say and i think you have a, a talent for expressing yourself both uh in person and on the ted stage and in our podcast as well as through your writing so you have that that talent and you do have things to say so say them well, the question was, what's the universe trying to teach me? So I think I think that's a lesson. All right, I've got one for you. Okay. What are you procrastinating? Oh, that, that that's easy that it's on my list for today is our taxes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh listen, I, you are not alone in that. I, I We were, I think, on a huddle with our team. We have a morning huddle every day at 930 and I think it was in that context where I just blurted out, I hate tax season. Like this whole system, now I'm now I'm going off on a rant having nothing to do with what we're talking about. But this whole system where once a year you're supposed to go through this process like this and 
answer all of this around. It just, tax season is bad. <laughs> it is not fun. Agreed. We no should fun. change that. <laughs> well, maybe you could share your thoughts and speak out and write about it and do a TED Talk about it and influence it. I, You know, we don't have to because Steve Martin has already answered it. <laughs> right? Yeah. How to get a million dollars and not pay any taxes? Yeah, Steve. How do you get a million dollars and not pay taxes? First, get a million dollars. Then? Don't pay any taxes. What are you going to do when the government says, why didn't you pay your taxes? Say, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's something else that I've been pro procrastinating, and now I am reaping the what, what's, what's the, the opposite um, of benefit? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, reaping the consequences, which is, as you may know, my other hobby is, is CrossFit. Really? Yep. Well, and tell us about that. Yeah, well, there's a, a new jump rope skill where you have to jump rope, skip rope, and then cross your arms while you're doing it. You cross them and uncross them. Nobody cares. Anyway, <laughs> well, here's here's the point. You need this certain type of jump rope. It's something to practice. I've had this jump rope for nine months. It's been sitting in my gym bag. And now in CrossFit competition season, I have to learn this in <laughs> 10 days. <laughs> so the moral of the story is procrastination is bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'm not even sure you have a full 10 days. I think you do. I think you have 10 days to yeah. learn this new skill. Procrastination. It, well, but here's the thing about this, okay? Procra procrastination is not typically my challenge. I have many challenges. Procrastination is not typically one. I am much more confrontational in the sense that if there's something that needs to get done, I would much rather just get it done and move on. Got it. However, mm. one of the things that I've learned is that sometimes procrastinating a little bit makes problems go away on their own. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I'm blanking on the name of the cartoon, but I'll never forget it. They said, always remember, there's no problem so big it cannot be run away from. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a difference between running Cal away from a Calvin problem. Calvin and Hobbes, if anybody remembers. <laughs> um, there's a difference between running away from your problems or just letting them sit. Like, you could have ignored this. It's possible that that skill would not have shown up in the CrossFit competition this year. That's sort of what I was banking on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about the question of how do other people perceive me? But I have a follow-up question to that, because you put that on the list of big questions. I have a follow-up question. Why should you care? Well, if you are going around, let, well, let's say if people perceive you as a grump, as a bully, and you don't think so, and these people perceive you that way, and you are not intending that and maybe having a negative impact on people's lives that you care about. If you learn how people perceive you, then you can change it to match more closely to your intentions. Maybe. Some things you should not worry about how people perceive you. But in that case, like if 
if people at work perceived you as a uh, micromanaging, maniacal boss. Well, they certainly perceive me as a sometimes meddling and micromanaging <laughs> and demanding, yeah. But to to an extreme and to the detriment of their performance, wouldn't you want to know that? I suppose, but look at Steve Jobs. He was all of those things. People were terrified working for him. I don't, I mean, he's not here to ask, but I don't think he cared. And his behavior in that way literally transformed the world. Right. And so that goes that, to the should should you care? Do you need to care? That was sort of his intent. If, How do you know? If people perceived Steve Jobs as a sunny little ray of sunshine pushover, he'd be like, well, I got to change that person's perspective and and get on them and make them work harder because that was his his way. I, I don't know. I think I think it's more along the lines of him just being his way and you can choose to have that person in your life and do that work and work in that environment or you can choose not to. I don't know. I'm really I, I, I really want to start this with. Does it matter how people perceive you if if you are being true to yourself? That's the if. So there are people out there who are grumpy curmudgeons, and that's just, that's just how they are. There are people who have taken true ownership of their curmudgeonly nature. So well, I think, do I you think, have to care? Do you have to try to change that? I think you just hit the nail right on the head because if the way people perceive you is informing you that you're actually not being true to yourself, oh, then... Nope then keep going then maybe you should take another look at it i don't think that you determine or ascertain whether or not you're being true to yourself based on other people's perception silence in I'm, the podcast booth as, I, as eric just, contemplates i'm just going to disagree with you really yep and I'll give you an example. So years ago, I was in one of one of my early managerial jobs. And I don't know if this was after I left, I was chatting with one of my old employees, or if if this was in some kind of review. But I found out that several of my employees were basically terrified of me. And they just were were scared of me as as a manager and that I didn't perceive myself that way at all and that was not the way I wanted to manage so <laughs> so getting that feedback was very helpful what why why are you laughing oh my god she's completely gone off the she's uh, like can't even breathe. Okay. So, what did you do with that feedback? What did you do with that feedback? I was a kind, kinder person to them and, and would not necessarily respond in the same way that I, that I had in certain situations. 
Okay, we have worked together for 20, so coming up on 25 years that we have had business, that we've been business partners. Yes. And during that time, we have had four meaningful businesses and dozens of employees. And I would say 80% of them, excluding the 20% who truly get to know you, 80% of them are terrified of you. <laughs> And you know how I know that? How? Because they tell me. <laughs> well, if you can imagine, it may, might be hard to imagine, I used to be worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So noted. And what do you think? About how, what? How do other people perceive you? or that? that how do other people perceive me, or honestly? You, or you just don't care? I don't care. I don't care. I care that I am my authentic self. I care that I show up as my best self, especially for the people I care about and for this community and in the world. I care that I show up as my best self in the world. I care that I do the best that I can do. And I do not care how people perceive me. Because if that's not enough for them or I am not their cup of tea, I mean, I've, I've said this for years, like I have incredibly deep and dear friendships and relationships and so many people who are important to me. And there are people out there who do not care for me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm okay with that. All right. Well, next question. This one's an easy one for you. <laughs> what made you laugh today? <laughs> <laughs> this... <laughs> Well, the beauty of this is that you make me laugh most days, <laughs> which is uh, such a gift in a relationship to be in a relationship with someone whose sense of humor. And you've actually said this. You've actually said to me that you appreciate the fact that your sense of humor resonates with me and cracks me up. Although now that I'm <laughs> thinking about you, you weren't actually trying to be <laughs> trying to be funny. I was not trying to be funny. <laughs> um, so even when I'm not trying to be funny, I make you laugh. Boy, that's you're just so lucky. <laughs> I, I, am, <laughs> I am blessed, truly blessed. So laughter is good for your spirit. And this is actually super important. Different things make different people laugh. And there is, you know, this sounds like a throwaway question, what made you laugh today? But under having a real true understanding of what makes you laugh and then seeking that out is just one of the keys to a fun and happy life. Well, you often chide me a little bit on this is that uh, I spend a not a considerable considerable amount of time, but a, a little bit of time scrolling TikTok. How would you define how much time do you want to do you want to define this? A couple hours a day. <laughs> Just few, kidding. A few minutes here or there. But interesting, most of my TikTok feed these days is it's either one of two things. It's either comedians. So there are these dad joke guys that I follow, and there's some a few comedians. So they're frequently making me laugh. And then the other thing is capybaras. 
All right, Eric, what is a capybara? A capybara is the largest rodent native to South America, where they are semi-aquatic and will swim in the tributaries of the Amazon and graze on various seaweeds and other things. And one of the things that capybaras are known for is giving their babies piggyback rides. But sometimes they will get piggyback rides from other animals, and just the videos are hysterical. So, oh, And there are songs. <laughs> There's a song. <laughs> Going to do it? Capybara. Capybara, 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 capybara. That's the capybara song on TikTok. And some of you may have that stuck in your head now forever if you, uh, or if you look it up on TikTok. They actually, I think they call it capybara talk because there's so many videos now around it. And I, it's funny. I wonder how they got so many videos because how do you get, well, have people domesticated these? No, but, you know, they're... And well, is this some, one of the bigger, some are the biggest zoos. questions of life? Yeah, some are in zoos. Some are domesticated. Apparently, there's like a neighborhood in Brazil or somewhere down there where they actually built a neighborhood that encroached on the jungle a little bit, took over the capybara's, like, habitat, and the capybara all said, F it, and, like, literally live in these people's front yards because that's where they've lived forever. So, anyway, there's, there's all these videos, and uh, it's just hysterical. So that's what makes me laugh. Because I don't make you laugh. I am not particularly <laughs> you, funny. You you will, you're not often funny, but you will often, you will occasionally have these gems that are so spot on and hysterical. So don't kid yourself. <laughs> you're right. just more selectively funny. I'm selectively funny. I appreciate that. And we raised two funny kids, which, ah, oh, another gift. And, and same thing. Like our son is just, he's just sort of funny all the time and our daughter is selectively brilliantly funny exactly so seeking humor and the big question of life one of the big questions of life is knowing what makes you laugh okay have we covered the big questions of life or not quite yet i think we have time for one more big question well this is this i'm going to put this one mostly to you and that is what impact do you want to have on what? Uh, that's up to you. On the world, on people, on your family, oh. uh, any, anything. What impact do you want to have in this lifetime? Oh, my gosh. That's so easy. What's that? Um, I want to transform the world. I want to cure loneliness. And I want to build community and get people moving. And remarkably, I actually think I can do those things simultaneously because moving and community in my mind are deeply and intrinsically connected. I want to change the world. That's a good one. No, it's not. <laughs> you know why it's not? Why? Because that's why my stew is so big. <laughs> I, You know, I think that that's, that's, part of it that doesn't have to take up your whole stew i well that's the question that's i feel like it does um, but i don't want to sacrifice the other things i don't want to sacrifice my relationships i don't want to sacrifice my health i don't want to sacrifice my fun this is exactly my problem i guess the doctor is in for the podcast for me today <laughs> exactly my problem 
What impact do I want to have? The biggest possible impact. And yet I still want other ingredients in my stew. And that is why I don't feel time affluent. And that is why my stew is too busy. Too many flavors in my stew. Can't I just make like a nice green curry? That's like one main flavor and then some chicken and some red peppers. And eggplant. And eggplant. And basil. Oh, Thai basil. Mushrooms? Sometimes. And that's about it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. I had a couple other things in there. Oh, <laughs> you keep adding things. <laughs> See? So. And you, what kind of impact do you want to have on the world? Or I, I shouldn't say on the world. What kind of impact do you want to have in this life? I think a big part of it is I want to have impact um, on my family, on keeping my family happy, safe, sound, secure, but also on raising my children to be good people. I want to have impact on them. Oh, I'm so sorry to tell you this. What? All right, I'm glad you're sitting. Um, Our kids are raised. (laughs) Good. You know what I want to do now? I want to retire. (laughs) (laughs) You're done? Your impact is done? Yeah, I want to retire. Retire from kids. Retire from work. Retire now. I'm done. My work here is done. Just sort of do that and yeah uh, this could be a problem actually as we become i i detest this i detest this phrase so much but as we become empty nesters if i still want to change the world and you want to retire and eat bonbons ski all day and eat bonbons at night we might have a problem i don't see a problem with that <laughs> <laughs> No, you you know that um, I want to continue to contribute and grow our business and inspire our community and our team and all that. So I I do want to have that impact. But I, I think that's a little bit of me and that's sort of my nature is that I'm more focused on the grind. So I look at, at having impact on those closer things or sort of my inner circle whether it's kids our team and through that I realize or understand that it will ripple out but I don't actually sort of say or have the intention that the impact I want to have is to change the world I hope that's sort of a byproduct of the impact that I'm having locally and this is why we're such a brilliant team because I have the the vision and the desire to impact the world, and you do all the work. <laughs> it's good to be me. <laughs> and it's good to be me. On today's Weekly Walk podcast, I shared a little bit about my desire, my mission to change the world. And this podcast is one tiny piece of that mission. So I'm asking for you to help me. If there is something in here that resonated with you today, if there's a message, a mission, a question, an idea that you think is worth sharing, it would be incredibly helpful for you to share this podcast with other people in your life. And if you can drop in and add a rating or a review, that will help people find us.